friends, family, and followers. My name is Angela. My name is Pam. And my name is Edwin. And you're listening to episode 30 of Dungeons, Dinings, and Dorks. Yay, we got it the right order first time this time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to admit, I'm a bit, I'm a bit sleepy. That's okay. <laughs> so, sure. I'm trying to concentrate really, really hard. Oh, uh, we- <laughs> and I've got, and the topics that we're going to talk to today is not going to help anything. But I've got my your beverage my, of choice. My, my my beverage of choice here. As you. As you slurp. Okay. Ah, there it is. I'm ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we actually have a theme for the day. We're talking about tech. Uh, tech 30. Tech 30. Yeah, we've, we've got a lot of things. Like, we all picked things to talk about that are tech-related. So, um, Edwin. Yes. Tech geeks. Let's start with you. What did you find when you were searching the Googles? Oh, are we talking about? Oh, okay. Oh, all right. This is not really tech, though. Yeah, it's on the Google. Close so it's enough. Close enough. It's close, close enough. enough. Okay, so, um, I was actually very surprised to see a a Filipino themed Google Doodle today. Actually, not Filipino themes, but she, um, Pasita Abad, is today's. On, well, we're recording this on a Friday. Um, was it Friday the 31st? Yep. So, yep. and Pasita Abad is the. Abad or Abada? Abad. Abad? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, oh, the, uh, the notes have a typo. <laughs> yeah. Um, she is a renowned Filipino artist, like visual artist. Um, and she's. She is probably. The most like one of the more most famous uh filipino filipina artists in, in the world um she does she's it's her her print her paintings are very colorful and her like she's known for her very colorful paintings in fact one of her professors when she studied here in in the united states said about her paintings is that like you can talk you know you can teach her a lot you know you can you can teach her a lot about about um you know like impressionist art and you know all the other types of art but there's one thing that he would die for if he could do it and that's how she does colors that's how good she is. You cannot teach colors. And Angela, I don't know if you can, you can uh, attest to that as a, as a oh yeah artist with, yourself. Yeah, with when doing art, it's the most you can do with with colors in art is kind of temper an artist's colors. You can you can. You can teach them to go bolder. You can teach them to mellow out, but you can't teach color selection. It's like yeah, you can tell someone like, oh hey, do monochromatic, but the way they mix their colors for monochromatic even is is going to be wildly different from person to person. Yeah. And their choice of their if you tell them 
to, you could tell several different art students, use this as your color and give me a monochromatic painting and you will get wildly different mixtures of color. <clears throat> you can tell them, hey, go use this method of painting and you, with these limited colors and you'll get wildly different uses of colors. So yeah, you, it's a lot of color in art is purely instinctive. Like Vincent van Gogh, you know, the, he's pretty well known for his interesting color choices, but that's just the way he saw the world. You could not teach him how to paint like that. You can look at uh, Monet's paintings and, you know, his interesting color choices. And, you know, some of that is is uh, weird lacquer interactions with his paintings. But you could not teach Monet how to use those colors. Or, yeah, yeah, all, all the different color uses, you can't teach that. You just, all you can do is either temper it or encourage it to to be ramped up. It's, but every artist is going to use their colors differently. One thing about her paintings and her artwork is that she just didn't, you didn't, she didn't just paint. She used different materials. Like she would use buttons to do 3D effects. She would do, oh yeah. she would use uh, fabric to do the, these things. Um, she was known for her like Trapunto paintings, you know, um, which was like quilting, which is like a quilting, uh, quilting technique. And um, she, one of the things that she was, she, um, that she was known for was that she was one of the, she was one of the artists, she was pretty much the first artist to break the gender barrier in the Philippines. Um, in the night in 1984, there's this, there's this award in the Philippines called the 10 outstanding young men's award. And it's, it's awarded to 10 men, right? She was the first one to get that in 1984. And that's, was really unheard of. And men went went just they just went ape they just went ape like they went they went and just like just said you know like like she's not even a man you know that sort of thing and you know like how dare the like i lot you know because it's like you know in the in artistic world you know it's like it's competitive mm -hmm. right to be known oh yeah and if one person loses out to you know to another right mm-hmm Especially if it was, you know, if, if the person was a woman, you know, yeah. that was, I yeah. mean, this is 1980s. This is like Marcos, Marcos era, like Philippines, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, so it was, it was a very big deal at the time. And now like it was actually changed in the 1990s where, you know, outstanding, you know, was it like um, 10 outstanding Filipino award? But then, strangely enough, this award went back to its name. Weird. Yeah. For the sake of heritage. <laughs> so, whatever that means, it's, you know, but they're still rewarding it to, you know, women as as well as men. So. And I, 
I think it's awesome that that you noticed the uh, noticed of this artist through Google because it's it's a nice way of representing representing your culture basically. Yeah. So and, that's awesome. Yeah. We'll talk a little bit more in our Oh, by the way, we have another podcast. We'll probably talk a little bit more about her <laughs> in our next podcast of PH Balance. So if you are yeah, keen to It's temporarily hijacking our feed, so yeah, you'll see it in there. Yeah, it's temporarily hijacking our feeds, but if you so if you are so keen to to download or listen or stream our PH Balance podcast. We certainly invite you so to do that. So, <laughs> um, anyways, so I thought that was really unique. Um, I've never really seen any. I mean, it's you know me being a Filipino, it's always a, a nice surprise to see, you know, another Filipino to get some kind of you know that gets recognition mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, she did die in two thousand four. One of her last works was in Singapore. She painted a bridge in her in her style uh-huh. of color and it was the last thing that she ever did and then she yeah and after that in 2004 she she passed away of uh lung cancer Oof. so mm-hmm. her paintings are who was it like they're they're expensive now like any other person who you know an mm-hmm. artist who dies Um, they go right now for over, look, around $50,000 and over. And if you have an original and there's, there was a bunch of celebrities that like, uh, Danny Glover has one of her, like, one of her, like more famous works of ours, Hmm. (laughs) you know, and, and style was it in, in, um, fashion designers have her paintings because they're so unique. Yeah. So. It's um, it's out there. I've apparently there's some that's hanging uh, in uh, in modern art museums. I've never really <laughs> seen one, but I mean, it's one of those very very unique uh, styles of art. Yeah, but it's so. worth checking out, though. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. All right, so let's, that was my thing. Well, let's um, move to Pam. Pam. Hey, Pam. Hey, yo. What's been making you happy lately? <laughs> keyboards. <laughs> keyboards. What specifically about keyboards? So, so actually, I had this fascination um, actually for a while now. But ever since... Um, ever, um, just lately, I've been checking out YouTube videos of keyboard ASMR. And it's just the... It's the audio more than visual for me that it, I don't know. It just, it just kind of calms you down as what ASMR videos are intend to do. And it, and I was just perusing through these keyboard ASMR videos. And I, it was just interesting learning that there is a particular keyboard sound that is just music to a- my ears. Apparently Edwin's got it playing in the background. <laughs> You're torturing me, man. <laughs> so, so there's I I did not realize that there are that there are many different types of keyboards, not only for aesthetic but also sound wise too. Um, 
one of the weird ones that I saw were wood keyboards. There was bamboo keyboards. And I'm pretty sure that there are other keyboards, but those are the two that kind of stuck out. Um, and then there are those that are more appealing to the eyes. The keyboards that light up in different colors. Um, you could also custom make the keyboards so that you, if you want purple keys, you can get purple keys. You can yeah. change it up. You can change the, the font that's on the keyboards. RGB keys, that sort of thing different lights yeah 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 so but the ones that i like are the vintagey ones i blame cherry for that oh for bringing back the sound no one of the things about there's a there's a german company called cherry right they're very they're well known in the in the keyboard industry like everybody you know if you're a gamer you know what these are right and they're mechanical switches for keys and you can go from soft to like clickety clack like that is so annoying or if you want to really annoy your your next door neighbor in a cube farm you get a blue because they're very clickety clacky those are the best ones yeah angela has one but the thing about cherry was that they made it modular so you can buy a controller you can buy the, the switches and you can custom make your own keyboard so you can have one row brown one row Red, another old yeah. blue. Yeah, and that's what, I mean, as soon as Cherry did that, oh my gosh, you can find every other bamboo, wood, oh, yeah. like stainless steel, I mean, anything like yep. that. It's yep. so, I mean, the sky's and, the limit at that point. And I really like that even the shape of the keyboards, they don't have to be blocky at all. That, I mean, you could get a keyboard that kind of mimics like a typewriter, oh, yeah. you know, where they're circular. Instead of blocky, if you get my drift. I've always wanted to make a steampunk keyboard. <laughs> like, Ooh. Yeah, right? Because I always Where wanted to make a, sta- a steampunk steam case. every five minutes. <laughs> well, it's like, I, it's always been my, my, my dream because, you know, I'm a, you know, You're a tech I'm, geek. I'm a tech geek, right? But I'm also, you know, a wannabe maker. And one of the things I've always wanted to do was create a computer tower that was themed steampunk with Hmm. gears and everything that moved and did things that would actually be meaningful so So, so you're you're wanting more of more mechanical than aesthetic well it's a it's it's aesthetic as a steampunk thing like one of the things i was right the gears actually work as gears they are just not they're not motors that just spin yeah, like okay. one of the things that, you know, I did find out how to do it and I, I got it to work at one point was cr- uh, create every time like the hard drive would work or something like that, uh-huh. the gears would spin. Nice. You know, like it indicates like, oh, yeah, the hard drive is, is you know, quote unquote thinking. And then <laughs> gears would start spinning like a like a gears <laughs> in a brain kind of thing. Right. And it's one of those things where... You know, I couldn't do because we were living in an apartment. Yeah. And we just didn't have the room for. We didn't have the room for it. stuff. But now I have a, a garage, <laughs> like a real <laughs> a maker. Garage. Yeah. So, who knows? Maybe I'll, you know, I'll tap that again and see if I can actually do it. <laughs> well, if you create a clicky clacky keyboard, let me know. I will 
I'm willing to test that out for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yeah, because the keyboards that I was shopping around for, like the cheapest ones, are about ninety bucks. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. And then they can go anywhere. The one that I really like, which was a purple and gray one, um, that runs about one hundred and nineteen dollars. Oh yeah. So. I mean, you should see some of the keyboards. They're running like around like five hundred bucks. Yikes. Oh yeah. Because they're custom made, like oh, completely yeah. custom. Yeah, made. that makes sense then. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. But they're pretty and they sound <laughs> so soothing. <laughs> they just make pain. So happy. if anyone wants, uh my birthday is in May. <laughs> if you guys really like me, um shoot us get... an email at dungeontiners at gmail.com. <laughs> we'll we'll let you know where shoot, to send it. Shoot me a link of of a keyboard, please. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, but you're giving me a mental tickle. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, Angela, All right, what are you doing? Okay, okay. So this is not something I'm doing. This is just kind of an article I stumbled across. I was I was looking to see what was going on in the world of movies. And get this. There is a movie that has been made entirely in Zoom meetings. I don't know if that's... It that is, sounds boring. Apparently, it is a horror movie. Wasn't, or, wasn't like, that horror? where the yeah, isn't yeah, that like where the four scary, tech scary giants movie. were were no 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 you're talking about that later <laughs> oh. no this this is a movie scary movie filmed entirely in Zoom at least the trailer is I'm pretty sure the whole thing is but at least the the movie trailer is entirely done in Zoom and it's basically a group of friends. Who just who you know they're in lockdown, but they decide to zoom each other to do a seance, and oh, nothing can, oh, and things go wow. bad. That sounds like a Filipino movie. <laughs> <laughs> and the movie is going to be called Host. It's one that I won't watch because I can't do scary movies. But it's just like I'm gonna have to watch this, Pam. <laughs> well, not to be confused with the Korean movie, also. I think it's also named host. The host. That's a different type of host. Yeah, this one. Let me see if it's got a release. Date. Edwin, Edwin, you're gonna have to let me know if it's like haha scary or in fact ah scary. Yeah. But they're they're <laughs> because I like the haha scary. They're touting it as being ah scary. Uh, but is it jump scares? I hate jump it, scares. If it's gonna be like <laughs> Paranormal Activity or the Blair Witch, oh! where it's supposed to Oh. Like real stuff. Yeah. Uh, I can't do those. A lot of it has to deal with the camera. Um, oh, the shaky like cam? God, you don't I like shaky do cam? I can't do that. Edwin, Pam, <laughs> apparently it's already streaming. Ooh, where's which one? Okay, Edwin. Uh, which which streaming service is that? Let's see. I've, I've got to follow a link to see where it's where it's at. HBO Max? Because apparently right now I'm not it's, liking it. Apparently it's on... What's called Shutter.com. Oh, Shutter. Yeah. That's a free all, thing. Right? Yeah. All, all scary movies all the time. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. got, let's see who it's got. It's got Haley Bishop. Uh, I'm going to mispronounce these names. Radina Drendova, Edward Leonard, Gemma Moore, Caroline Ward, and Emma Louise Webb. 
I have no idea I who have, these people are. I don't know either. I are. either they're either they're newcomers to the movie scene or I just don't know who they are because they're mostly in scary movies and I don't do scary movies. Angel yeah. does not do scary movies. Yeah, I just I just stumbled across this and I just found it fascinating that someone actually went and made a movie entirely on Zoom. Entirely by remote services. <laughs> I just think that's incredible that's that someone went and figured out how okay. to do that. Well you can yep. do you can do live recording on Zoom. Yeah, I yeah. I know you can do that. Yeah. I just I just find it really incredible that they made a f- a feature production th- through that. That's hilarious. Can you just imagine the production of this? Yeah. How much did it cost them? A Zoom professional account? <laughs> you know? Hey, at least it's sponsorship through Zoom. Probably. <laughs> anyway, I just thought that was incredible, so I just wanted to mention that. Um, let's move on to the thing that Edwin tried to interrupt that with. Well, that was that sounded like what it was, like a horror movie that's entirely in Zoom, which was like Congress yeah, berating, so, <laughs> berating the so tech giants. Pa- so while you talk about that, Pam and I will shut up and listen. That is the purpose of this meeting, ladies and gentlemen, for a nationwide campaign by you to demand by law such compulsory education. So tell us about these four giants. Okay, so uh, <laughs> this was big news this week, was that the CEOs of Amazon, Google, Apple, and Facebook were on a Zoom meeting with Congress. And this was uh, basically them trying to defend themselves that no, we're not a monopoly. No, we're not an, a, a, you know, we're not breaking antitrust rules. And no, we're not like, you know, selling your your information to the Chinese. Um, but we're totally selling your information somewhere. Somewhere. <laughs> To the highest bidder, but <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> but anyway, we're not going to go there. No, but the thing was, <laughs> the thing was that um, you know, this was the big four: Mark Zuckerberg, Jeff Bezos, um, Tim Cook, <clears throat> and Sindar Pichai, who's the CEO of Google or Alphabet, you know. Which Alpha Google's parent company, and they, the thing of the tech world right now is security, and the, you know, they're what this was all about was these companies, you know, are being alleged that they are buying out competitors to make themselves bigger and they don't want competition right which Mm -hmm. is like a very corporate thing to do right Uh that's it happens every day i mean mergers and acquisitions happen all the time right Mm -hmm. but what the thing is is that like especially facebook like facebook uh mark zuckerberg is getting a lot of heat because there is email that circulated that he bought instagram because it was competing against their own photo sharing service, right? Mm-hmm. And it wasn't, no, 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 we're not doing that. You know, we just want to integrate their technologies to, you know, into Facebook and so on and so forth, right? Mm-hmm. But there was this 
email that circulated around saying that we want to buy them so that we don't have to compete with them. Oh. Right? Which is red flags, red flags. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the big thing in, you know, that, that they're accused of. Amazon, you know, is, you know, what, you know, Amazon is, is getting heat for, you know, for, you know, data gathering like Google is, but also the fact that they're buying up, you know, they're so big that no, nobody else, even brick and mortar stores, they're now, which is funny because Amazon is now opening up brick and mortar stores. Oof. And I, didn't they say that they would never open brick and mortar stores? Well, that's what they were competing against, but now they're, they're opening like they own Whole Foods. Oh. Yeah. yeah, so they own Whole Foods. If you go to Seattle, if you go to other other big cities, they have these like um, stores that you can go into with your phone and pick things up, and then when you leave, it automatically charges you what's in your basket. It's like a it's like a employee less um, store, hmm. and. You can you can shop at a brick and mortar store that's owned by Amazon. So there's, I mean, it was surprisingly enough that Tim Cook was there. I was actually wondering why Tim Cook was there because people, I mean, when you think of Apple, you think of security, mm-hmm. you know, because they own they they own their their operating system, they own their computers, they they control everything, uh-huh. including their stores, right? Uh huh. Um, but I'm, I don't know how many people know this. I'm sure, you know, anybody who's, who follows tech knows this, that, that developers have to pay a 30%, uh, has to pay 30% of their, of their profits to Apple. Yeah. If, if they use the app, the app store. store. Yeah. They're developing yeah. the app store. There was email circling around where one of their higher ups was saying we should charge more. At you know even more than that, and this all has to do with the fact that iPhones are ubiquitous. The app, their, you know, the Apple, you know, the app, their App Store is, you know, it's you know, it's a, it's huge, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You don't open, you don't develop for the phone for for smartphones, you know, unless you are developing for, you know iPhones for the App Store because Androids are usually secondary, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because all the money, if you want to make a profit, you want to put an app on the iPhone. Yeah. Right? So. Yeah, because the, the Android money, all your money that you're getting from that is the ads that you have go, going through it. Yeah, there's more free stuff right. on an Android than there are in an iPhone. Than the Apple, you know, the Apple App Store. Yeah. So, that's. I mean, I was wondering about that, but then now it all of a sudden makes sense, because all of these, what are the, all four of these companies, what do they have in common? Phones. They all have to do with phones. Oh. Because people, phones are so ubiquitous now. Smartphones. Mm Hmm. Well, that I mean, you have Amazon. Does Facebook have a phone? No, but they're more primarily used on phones. 
that's the that's the kicker, right? Yeah. I Would you rather more people look at their Facebook page or their Facebook account on a phone than uh-huh. they do on an actual computer? Instagram is all about a smartphone, correct? Right. Correct. Uh huh. Amazon people order a ton of stuff, and Amazon have their own have their own app store. Uh huh. You know, right? They use their phones more to order stuff than their computer. Right. And Apple iPhones. Right. Right. I was wondering why that Windows, I mean, Microsoft, wasn't part of this whole deal. Right? Because mm-hmm. Microsoft is, they don't really have anything to do. They're not, they're not big. Their computer operating system, Windows, is more ubiquitous yeah. on computers mm-hmm. rather than on phones, right? Mm-hmm. It's a computer operating system. Yes, they do have apps on a phone, mm-hmm. but you know, they're they're they've already had their their fun with Congress back in the two thousands, yeah, right? late nineties, early two thousands, yeah. and remember that. You know, Bill Gates was marched into Washington, you know, so he could get berated by Congress. Yeah. So, you know, so they've already gone through this, but now there's new people on the block over at Silicon Valley that, you know, some would argue are probably more relevant than Microsoft is. You know, more relevant than, you know. Right. Because Microsoft is more businessy. Right. Right. Microsoft Mm -hmm. makes all their money in cloud services. Azure, that sort of thing, mm-hmm. right? That's why Windows 10 is, you know, you have you literally have to like try to pay for Windows 10 right. at this point, <laughs> you know, because right. when you buy a new computer, even the cheapest computer, you can buy a computer enough for two hundred dollars. A license for Microsoft Windows is like one hundred and ten dollars. You just bought yourself a ninety dollar computer, right? You know, that's how ubiquitous they are so you know it's i was wondering about why they were up there you know and security is the big thing that's what they were there for uh-huh right, right? facebook is always pounded by security google's been pounded right. by security you know amazon is you know all about you know yeah. all of them have you know they're they're saying that they're leaky sieves when it comes to security except for apple apple is just there for i think it's just for you know, from monopolistic practices, I guess, <laughs> you know, right. that sort of yeah. thing. Right. But one of the things that, one of the things that, um, um, this is not going to end. I don't right. think so. I mean, I was wondering what comes out of this, you know, it seems like, it feels like it was, it felt like a show to me. Huh. <laughs> you know, they went out there, you know, they, you know, they defended themselves how they're not, you know, doing what they said they're doing. They're, you know, there are rags to riches stories, all four of them, and that sort of thing. But I don't know what really came out of it. Because I highly doubt that anything will change. Yeah, I don't think that there really is a side to to be on. It's no. just, it was just... I mean, I'm on I the side... Anything, anything with Congress, I, I believe, is more like a whole... Okay... What's the point of that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm in the side of because security. The, I get that. I mean, I mean, this won't char- this won't change my opinion on 
the four the four things personally i don't use apple products um i'm an android person i just enjoy it more and yeah. facebook uh google and what was the other one amazon oh amazon yeah i use all three i use all three and i depend on it yeah. actually come to think of it i depend on all three of them a lot and that's the concern <laughs> you know that's one of the I know, concerns but, of, of congress but it's at the same time if we were to say get rid of one or all three of them no i mean i don't think anything is real i mean congress really wants to do is snap their fingers and and, and reduce them down to 50 percent, which is not going to happen you know i mean i don't i'd be surprised if something would actually happen in the next year that would you know concerning all four of these maybe facebook because facebook has always been getting a lot of heat mm -hmm. you know yeah for this sort of thing but not as much heat as tiktok though oh yeah <laughs> yeah speaking of tiktok um i need you to tell me a thing is that really a thing Okay, we'll try to keep this one fairly brief because, you know, I'm sure you're getting tired of talking. <laughs> is, I am the I, tech I, guy. I don't know. It's, I, you know, you are the tech away. guy. <laughs> you are our tech guy. So, you, so you know, you're our go-to guy for tech on this. But I've been seeing yeah. a lot of things flying around on TikTok. And, like, you don't even have TikTok on your phone. You were, I don't even have TikTok on my phone anymore. You were addicted to that for a while. So I what, was. What in the world is going on with TikTok now. Didn't we talk about this in the earlier episode? We may have. Okay, just to but recap, I, I uninstalled TikTok out of my phone. <gasps> what? I know, right? Pam Pam is, you know, dismayed. And <laughs> How dare you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I uninstalled TikTok out of my phone because there were, there were, there was a report out by a person who actually reverse engineered the TikTok app and things that were in there were very quite concerning towards security in TikTok what? because it's owned by ByteDance. And if people don't know this, ByteDance is owned by the Chinese, so by what, a Chinese company. What kind of things were in that? It was calling home. It was data gathering. It was data collecting. Uh-huh. Right. Uh -huh. And there was, it was, it was storing everything up to, into the cloud, right? Uh -huh. Any any app uses the cloud this, yeah. these days, right? Yeah, and it's and it's programmed but to basically concern, delete it. Yeah, but the thing is, it wasn't deleting it. Uh oh. So the, what happened? So now is the, the concern is is that are the Chinese getting it since ByteDance is a uh, is owned by the Chinese, right? The headquarters of TikTok are here in the United States, but the parent company of of TikTok is ByteDance, which is in in China. Right. Mm -hmm. So when I found out that this thing could be calling, you know, could be data gathering to the point of, you know, to a, you know, and China and there's, I don't know if this is true or not. Right. I'm not going to be conspiratorial on this at all. Right. Where, you know, you know, there are people who are saying and people are concerned that China could be data gathering out of the United States. Right mm -hmm. or what some people say would be spying on the United States, but 
I, I don't but, think, and I it wasn't it more than the United States. It's just any anywhere in general. Anywhere in general, but the fact that that ByteDance or TikTok, the biggest market is in the United States. Mm. Well, let's let's clarify. This is Chinese government, not Chinese people in general. Specifically, people are concerned about the government over there. Yeah. Well, any, I mean. If you have a company in China, mm-hmm. right, chances are, and this is the reason why Huawei is, is banned here in the United States, right, mm-hmm. is that if you have a company in China, right, right, there's a good chance that the Chinese government has, you know, has an arm in it. And, you know, there's a reason why if you do business in China, you have to partner up with a Chinese company. You can't just go in there and do business by yourself. You have to be partnered up with with a Chinese company. That's right. why, you know, there's always this concern of patent infringement in China, mm. or yeah. you know, or uh, stealing, you know, stealing uh, technology in China because you have to be partnered up over there. You can't just do it alone. And infractions on those things, that ends up international lawsuits, and international lawsuits take years upon years yeah. to resolve. Correct. So yeah, so but here's the thing, right? It's I found out today that Microsoft is in talks with ByteDance to buy TikTok because the U.S. government and or the U.S. government. And more specifically, you know, Trump is threatening you either sell TikTok to to an American company or we banned you, just like Huawei. Hmm. And so Microsoft is now in talks with ByteDance to buy TikTok. What is that? What does the deal look like? I have no idea because yeah. nobody really knows. You know, it just happened. Like, I just found out about this today. But that would explain why Twitter has started blowing up about it. Yeah. Because I, I wasn't, like, I saw TikTok popping up in in Twitter topics, and I wasn't sure what was going on. So I was like, wait, what? What? I had no idea. I didn't understand the situation. I feel I understand it better now. Yeah. So the question is, am I going to feel more comfortable? Right, Pam? <laughs> That was going to be my next question, yes. Yes. If I, am I going to be more comfortable using TikTok? No. Because it's going to take at least a year if Microsoft actually buys it, right? Yeah. Right. On the day they actually acquire TikTok, you know, they have, you know, they'll have to look at the code. I mean, it could, I mean, to me, if there is nefarious stuff, like what the reverse engineers, this, you know, that person who reverse engineer it, if there is code in there, that look really, you know, really shady. Mm-hmm. It's going to take them at least a year to weed it out. To weed it out and, and clean it up. Yeah, you I know, mean, and, I when, mean, and you know, instead of pointing to China, they're going to point to, you know, Redmond or something. You know, yeah. I mean, even just like recoding a website. Gosh, that takes that can take a while to to weed out a bad bit of code, especially if if you've never 
saw the code itself. So I can only imagine a massive website like TikTok. Oof, that's going to take ages. Well, it's not even that. It's the cloud. It's the software that's behind it. There's always a back end, right? Yeah. To software. So it's, they have to do a lot of PR work. Yeah. And assurances for that. Because it is a, right now I think TikTok is a hot potato, just like how Huawei was. And, Mm. you know, it's, I think it'll be, I mean, you, you know that teenagers aren't going to delete TikTok. You oh, know, no. Heck no. you know, I mean, I've got my, my, my nephew, my nephew's big on TikTok, right? He's got 200,000 followers for some, you know, amazing. Right. Yeah. And you know, he's not going to let go of TikTok. No. You know, in fact, I don't think I still have TikTok and I don't think anyone is really talking about this on TikTok. Well, no, <laughs> because it's TikTok, you know, but the thing is though, they should be able to talk about, still talk unless they've got some sort of filters filter to prevent uh criticism of tiktok on tiktok i have no idea but i mean well even no <laughs> i don't know well even off the off the platform like i don't think it's it was a hot issue until now well it's ever since ever since the reverse engineer happened with tiktok that's, I think that's when it really exploded because it was proof that something's nefarious going on with TikTok. That's why I deleted it out of my phone because it was, it was, uh, you know, as any well, security guy will say, you know, like if you feel uncomfortable using it, take it out because. Well, I honestly think that in general, um, people were more worried about TikTok being banned than the actual reverse engineering. Well, yeah, but it's, I mean, nobody heard about it because there was, I mean, nobody heard about it when the, when, when the reverse engineering happened and then people started, I mean, there were companies, Amazon for one, uh-huh. the United States government, right? Uh-huh. If you worked any, you couldn't, they banned TikTok from your phone. You could not have TikTok on your phone. And... As soon as that started happening, I think that's when, you know, whiffs in the air of banning. And then, the, and then, then you know, President Trump said, you know, Maybe. threatening to ban. That's when I think well, it started, you know, people are worried that it might get banned. It's not. And it's also past a U.S. issue. It's international. I mean, yeah. TikTok is already banned in India and Australia. Yeah, exactly. So it's in terms of being banned here in the United States, unless something happens in terms of a buyout for TikTok to, you know, Microsoft, I hope it doesn't land on Facebook, you know, to tell you the truth, yeah. because Facebook, the biggest competitor for TikTok right now, uh, the, the biggest competitor for Facebook right now is TikTok. Right. Right? Right. And then, then we go back to the big four and what Congress was Oof. doing. You know, why did you buy TikTok? And Facebook and- would... <laughs> Facebook would be all about taking advantage of that call home feature with the data. Perhaps. I mean, they already do that. Yeah. You know, it's, it's no mystery. You know, that's... Yeah, but that's more people. Yeah. So I hope Facebook doesn't buy it, you know, that they don't start getting their hands in it. I don't... Right. I hope that Google doesn't get it. Yeah. You know, if anything, I actually feel a bit more comfortable that Microsoft 
is yeah. is in negotiations with it because Microsoft doesn't really have anything in terms of social media. There, yeah. It doesn't make any sense for Microsoft to have TikTok. Right. Right. But if the deal is good, right? Yeah. It doesn't have to make sense. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, or, or do you think it would be better off if to let Tktok get banned and let it you know slowly die I, I, I think and then have a... someone and then have another app kind of replace it yeah but i think there'd be some sort of public outcry yeah but then so, you know you know how you know how people are it's like yeah. oh this just looks like tiktok all over again you know yeah That's the... well, this... oh, vine yeah. yeah i mean the same thing with vine. vine was hot and then it got a... disappeared and then all of a sudden this tiktok happened yeah, TikTok was one minute. Is it one minute? Something like that. Instead of six yeah, seconds. One- yeah, it's a one minute thing. Yeah, so well, it could be both. You have the di- you have the choice between thirty seconds or one minute, but it's yeah. a- it's the same thing as a Vine. Yeah, in essence. So, and then you'll have one of the things that made ByteDance big with TikTok was that it had all those music licenses they oh, took advantage right. of. Okay. So that's why you see a lot of music video, like music stuff that you can do on on TikTok, right? Because they all they had that, right? Right, right. It's one of the reasons why they came here to the United States because a lot of that music was was licensed here in the United States. You know, so. it's I. You know, this is interesting because I remember when TikTokers were so worried that the app was going to be banned, they immediately went to Instagram and said, "Hey, just in case TikTok." gets banned in the u.s here's my instagram tag oh yeah people are doing contingency plans i'm sure yeah. right now i mean so, I, wouldn't, I haven't talked to my i haven't talked to my nephew about it but it's like i wonder if he's doing the same thing like hey here's my you know probably. here's my instagram page or here's my facebook page or here's my soundcloud page <laughs> you know something like whatever, that you know that sort of thing so it's it, it'll be interesting what happens in the next couple of months with with TikTok because it's starting to I feel like it's almost gonna boil over. Probably, and we'll, we'll, might. we'll have that's to keep our ears open like. on I that. I mean, that's why. I mean, it was a, <laughs> to tell you the truth. You know, when I went to the Philippines, uh-huh. Huawei phones were great. <laughs> you know, uh-huh. I. I started. I I started using and looked at the Huawei phones. Uh huh. They're great phones. In fact, I would probably buy a Huawei phone than a Samsung phone. They're that good. Their cameras are that good. Their technology is that good, right? Uh huh. But Huawei if, is not supported here. Huawei right. is not supported in the United States, right? Even if I brought a Huawei phone here, I don't think I could get it activated. Probably not. So. No. I mean, people knew this, and guess what? They went to Canada and tried to buy a Huawei phone, right? And uh-huh. brought it back here, and they were having trouble trying to. That's why I didn't, I didn't think yeah. it was a good idea for me to bring one from the Philippines. But they're great phones, and the fact of the matter is, Huawei's don't exist here in the United States because of security, and you know, people. I mean, I don't. Since it's more ubi- that TikTok's more ubiquitous here in the United States, it could be an outcry, right? How dare you take my TikTok away, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, mm. yeah, well, I we'll see just, that. We'll just keep our ears open on what's going on with that. Yeah, waste uh, your bets. <laughs> see what happens in the next couple of months because I'm sure it will be something to see, and I'm sure in Twitter a future episode up. of Dungeon <laughs> Dungeon Dungeons and Dorks. Dorks. 
How is TikTok doing? (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, we should move on now that I've got my question answered. I got more information than I was expecting. Thank you for Sorry. being so knowledgeable. No. <laughs> Thank you for being super knowledgeable. Because, uh, yeah, it's it's good to learn and, and be thoroughly educated. It's uh, good to have a techie in your life. It is good to have a tech geek in your life. I'm glad I have mine right here. Oh, wow. I was not expecting that one. Oh, the fanfare. <laughs> well, um... All right, this is this is normally the point where we would talk about food and our challenge from last <laughs> time was foreign foods. Things happened. It was a busy two yeah, weeks. Life, yeah, life, 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 happened. life happened. happened. So we don't we're not going to be talking about the food challenge this week. Just uh take comfort knowing that it has not been forgotten. Uh Pam has already cooked hers, Edwin has his plan. It's it's mostly on me. <laughs> It's okay, Angela. We still love you. Yeah, I I will take the blame did, on this one. I will I will admit the one that I, the one I have I was the one who gave out the challenge, and I do admit it's a little bit it's a tough one. Yeah. So. so yeah. So I I will take the blame on this one though because <laughs> just too much going on. So we have not forgotten about it. We will be talking about that next episode next episode stay tuned for for now though edwin jumps the gun uh for now (laughs) though we are going to talk about some adventures so we're we're gonna move it over to story time now we present the hilarious story of their further adventures So today's adventure is going to take us back to the home group, as we sometimes call it, with Erdon, Muggsy, Helja, Aurora, and Willow. So last time we talked about them, I believe they were at Helja's hometown where things went a little haywire. Well, they managed to get their bearings and they headed towards their next destination. They wanted to head towards Erdon's mentor. Well, he lived in the middle of the forest, somewhere, probably. So there was going to be a bit of a trek. So they they landed just outside the forest and began their journey into the forest. And they walked, and they walked, and a couple days later, they came across a campsite. Well, something was odd. There was a tent, there was a campfire, there were personal belongings strewn about, but no camper. Uh, That was just odd. So they began to approach and Erdogan cries out, wait, don't touch anything. There could be traps here. There could be any number of things and any number of dangers lurking here. So, our intrepid adventurers began to look for traps. Do I sense anything magical? Well, there's something magical about that book, but there's something odd about it. You can't tell, though. Do I see any traps? 
There's no signs of man-made traps around here. Oh, how, how old are the ashes of that campfire? Ah, those ashes are at least a week old. Nobody's been here at least a week. Are there signs of, of travelers passing through? Those are also at least a week old. For all you can tell, all the signs around here are at least a week old. But by all accounts, there should still be someone here. And so, Erdon, suspicious of the campsite, fires, hoping to trip whatever trap they couldn't see. He fires at a, he fires next to a book in the campsite. Oddly enough, with how close he shot, something about it should have rustled the cover, a loose page sticking out of it, something, but no motion at all. Immediately suspicious, he shoots his arrow at the book, and the entire campsite springs to life as the book cries out in rage. Every single object in that campsite began to attack them, from the tent to the knickknacks to the cooking utensils, all attacking our adventurers. Well, normally, such things, doing such things, are limited to, you know, things that adventurers would be interested in picking up. And normally, they're solitary items. And eventually, after a dangerous attack and nearly dying, who, who was it who nearly died? I think it was... I think it was Muggsy. It was me. It was Muggsy. Yes, Muggsy nearly died in the attack. And much damage was taken elsewhere. They finally came out victorious. They defeated this campsite. But alas, there was no treasure to be found. It all dissolved into nothing. <laughs> that was a... F I found that very fun. Yeah, I I enjoyed seeing your everybody's reactions for that. I actually, I was not a five. I think I, I, think I enjoyed points. it the most. Who did? I think I enjoyed it the most. <laughs> I was because it's more like a whole points. yeah, it's a challenge, and everyone's like, I'm dying over here, and I'm like, well, yeah, because I'm you kind of busy with this huge tent like thing. You're yeah. The tank. Now, in order to create this encounter, I actually went to um, Mage Hand Press to buy third-party monsters, all of them variations on mimics. Um, they weren't exactly mimics, except for one. I used one standard mimic for it. But, yeah, all variants of mimics, and it, it was fun imagining that encounter it was fun setting it up, and it was fun seeing how everybody responded to it. First of all, that crossbow had disadvantage, and for some crazy reason, it still managed to hit me. <laughs> it was rolling high you numbers. Have, you have a personal grudge against crossbows now because of that. Now, remember, Muggsy is a wizard. Wizards are usually extra squishy. They're very squishy. They are very yes. squishy. 
Hey, you are doing a lot of damage to its buddies. To be fair, you did do a lot of damage. Yes. And it was the only but thing that could that could reach you from afar because everything else was tied up in melee. And then you have to remember, if it wasn't for the fact that you were in grave danger, you would not have had the opportunity to ride a wolf. <laughs> yeah, that was a little surprising. Yeah. Aerodon and Bugsy powerful. have this kind of uh, rivalry going on. It's not Aer- rivalry. It's more like love-hate relationships. It's oh! We'll, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> frenemies. But, yeah, they're yeah, like frenemies. Yeah, they're, they're best oh. frenemies. <laughs> yeah. But Aerodon has a wolf companion, and uh, at one point, when, when Muggsy started uh, dropping down in hit points... Erdon actually ordered his wolf to basically pick him up and and run him around the camp to to get him out from being out in the open. Basically, mm-hmm. yeehawing it out. Yeehaw! Riding a wolf. <laughs> uh, okay. How's your pride? How's Muggsy's pride? <laughs> uh, I don't know yet. I have to check his. <laughs> I have to check his uh, character sheet. For- <laughs> we'll we'll find out next next session. <laughs> that was fun. All uh, right. Yeah, I I've, I just find it particularly hilarious that you all really enjoy the encounters in which you nearly die. <laughs> I was down to five hundred points. You know that Muggsy. Muggsy, this isn't the first time you were low on hit points, like almost dying. Yeah, but I had plus. What was that? Plus four or plus five or something like that. Like in terms of uh, of additional hit points. It was plus four. You had because I cooked awesome food in this game. Yeah, you had you had four temporary (laughs) hit points to start off. (laughs) Anyway, it it I think it was a fun session for everybody. It was. <laughs> the, anyway, that's the end of our story there. Um, so let's talk about something a little outside of what we normally talk about. Okay, I know I like to talk about Marble League. I love Yella's Marble Runs. So I got to ask you guys to pick your teams. There's... <laughs> Time to pick our teams for Marble Run. Alright, see, one of the fun things about watching Marble Runs is there's there's several different teams you can follow and several ways to pick your marbles. Some of them have interesting cheers, some of them have interesting names, some of them have just kind of a funny naming scheme for the individual marbles, and some of them you just like the colors. Now, I personally like Team Galactic. They are the hosts of this year's Marble League. So they are my team. They're the hosts of the league. They are the hosts of Marble League. They are... You never pick the home team because they're not the underdog. Who's the underdog? There's actually a... In Marble League, there is actually the host's curse. So usually the host does not do well... In Marvel League. So I am cheering for the host this year. So Team Galactic is my team. Who's the underdog? The underdog at this time, I think, is Mellow Yellow. Okay, so that's my team. Mellow Yellow is my team because I always root for the underdog. 
I know yeah, how that they, feels to be the underdog. Yeah, nah, they, they have not nah, been doing well. Not for me, man. Mugsy Mellow isn't the underdog. <laughs> you like to think Mugsy is an underdog. Oh, Mugsy's definitely. Mugsy's got an ego. Don't deny it. Mugsy does have an ego. He's had issues in the past. <laughs> Which we have yet to discover. Anyways, I go for the I go for the artist. So Mellow Yell would probably be my team. Yes, before I start getting more emails, I know it's random. Okay? <laughs> Marble Run is random. I know. So, All right. I'm sorry, Marble League. Marble Run was a thing that I played when I was a kid that I'm very tempted to actually buy again. <laughs> you should. You just, should. Just because I've been talking about marbles. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And, and Pam, what, what do you want for your team? Okay. I'm pretty sure that I'm going to treat it like as if I were to treat any other sport. And I treat all sports teams the same because I don't know the stats. I go by... I go by whoever has the coolest name. And what what was your condition for names when... We were talking about this earlier. What was your condition well, for I, which at first, name? At first, I was like, okay, is there, like, a team that they go by color? But since it's really, technically, there wasn't one particular color uh, yeah, there's, in the team or whatever. There's some teams that are that are called more by color. And, you know, there's some that are that are named by a feature about them. Like, there's the Mellow Yellow. They're, they're yellow. Generally, yeah, they're generally yellow marbles. There's the Hazers, who are usually kind of... Purple? Clou- no, the Hazers oh. are... They're kind of those cloudy marbles that have almost a tiger's eye texture to the middle of them. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> and there's the there's the snowballs, and they're all white marbles. Yeah. There's the there's the green ducks. They're kind of a shiny green marble. Minty maniacs yeah. again, kind of a mint green. Uh, yeah. There's Team Momo. They're also green. So how can you tell them it, apart? They have they have different sheens to them. Like Minty maniacs, they're a mint green, and they've got kind of uh, dark spots, dark spots. I already <laughs> see the problem right now. I already see my problem. Uh, Team Momo has a little bit of a pearlescence to them. Um, there's the Raspberry Racers. They're yeah. red marbles. Um, yeah. The O-Rangers. I, I don't like the O-Rangers. I have an internet friend who also hates the O-Rangers. And that's mostly we hate the O-Rangers because we don't like their cheer. Um, <laughs> what, what? Arrangers, arrangers. No, 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 no. Not Power Rangers. No, no, no. <laughs> the O-Rangers cheer. Basically, the O-Rangers cheer the quote-unquote crowd marbles. Just cheer by going, oh! That's annoying. That's, yeah. That's annoying. So, <laughs> That's annoying. so we have agreed that the O-Rangers are the worst. Because of their cheer. Because of their cheer. But do you do you blame the crowd for that, or do you blame? I the blame team? the. I blame the the fans in the audience. I blame those fan marbles. To be fair, I also blame sports teams by how their fans <laughs> cheer, That's true. treat other or treat others. Really, yeah. the rowdier That's the true. fans are, the more I don't like that type of team. Yes, yeah. I'm being judgmental, but that's all that I am going off of. That's why I watch golf. Yeah, so 
So there's <laughs> there's a whole bunch of teams. Um, like there's a crazy cat size. They're they're the ones that got kind of that cat size color in the middle. Oh yeah. And there's um, oh, one called Balls of Chaos, which they have kind of this crazy little streak of color in the middle, and it goes every which way. Um, yeah. Uh, there's there's this some, just, Edwin, this don't some, even. Don't this is just some weird. This is just some weird way of actually mixing sports with art. It is. It's. This is what happens with your quarantine for like a long time. <laughs> John Oliver's weekend tonight sponsors the thing. L- last week tonight. Or yeah. last week, yeah, last week tonight sponsors the thing, and next thing you know, it, it blows up on the internet. The people who are like, just, just they're desperate, dying for sports. Desperate for sports. They're watching marbles they, go down on a marble run course. They need to have something to tie them over <laughs> until sports come back. Yeah. So, so Pam, what are you looking for in your marble team? I don't know. Okay, so if I can't go by color, usually my favorite colors are black and purple. And I was thinking, okay, if I can't go by the color, how about something along, like, the name? Something that says, hello, black and purple. So I was thinking, Twilighty? Which I think the closest you're going to get is Midnight Wisps. Boom. Done. Yeah. Done. The okay. Midnight wisps. wisps. And then wisps. Okay, so you're Just Midnight like Wisps. Wisp. I'm Mellow Yellow. I Angela am Team Galactic. Team Galactic. Mellow so Yellow. So here's the thing. Yeah, okay, so you're going to be a can. Hey, hang on, hang on. Let me describe the Midnight Wisp. The Midnight Wisp marbles that you have chosen, they are black marbles with, I think, kind of a, like, vague white streaks on them, just here and there. So, yeah, they're, they are kind of wispy, and they are large. They are mainly black marbles. Okay. Boom. Boom. So here's the they thing. They have my support. We need to put a little bit of... We need to put a little skin in the game. Why are we betting? So I'm thinking... Uh-oh. Right? <laughs> whoever... whoever, How long is the league? Uh, it's 16 events in the... Nine have already been completed. Okay, so 16 events, nine's already complete. So there's still some wiggle room on who's winning. Uh, Mellow Yellow's already at the bottom. Okay. Do you need me to help <laughs> you pick a different team? I want to have to. How about the current underdog that's of now? No, I want to stick with sense. the Mellow Yellow. Who knows? They could, All right, so they could we... just all of a sudden catch up. Who knows, right? So are, are we going to go by change in rankings from this point to the end of the league? Sure. Sure. All right. So so point the amount of points they gather after beginning at uh, event number ten. Yes. Okay. How- so whoever has a whoever has the greatest percentage of point in increase. How how often is is this? Like, is it weekly or? Um, I think they have a new one post every few days. Okay. So the next so, one, the next event is supposed to be the uh, Black Hole Funnel. And I think that's basically a Last Marble Standing event. Okay. Ooh. So here's the thing. Whoever wins, right? Uh-huh. Whoever wins... Gets... Gets ice cream. No, hold on. 
<laughs> okay, whoever wins, right? Whenever COVID's done, uh-huh. right? Uh, whoever wins, whoever COVID's done, the other two has to pay for their their meal. Okay. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. If one of us wins, we're still paying <laughs> for that. I don't think you thought this through. <laughs> <it was. laughs> okay. How about, how so about whoever so whoever wins gets a nifty prize at the end. Or how about restaurant of choice? Restaurant of choice. Oh, okay. so we so we'll get to pick a restaurant. Yeah, this restaurant of choice, and then we'll go there, hands down, no questions asked, and no objections. Yes. And no objections. No objections, Edwin. <laughs> so, boom, you got it. Okay, you there it, it is. So whoever wins gets to pick the restaurant. All right, and next episode, first restaurant we'll... out of COVID. All right. So next episode, we'll see where the standings are if if it's still going. Otherwise, we'll announce a winner if it's already finished up. Sweet. So there it is. We picked our teams. We picked our goal. Oops. (laughs) All right. So we (laughs) have a bit of a excellent finish. Well, this was a fun one. We, we right. talked about a lot of important things. and uh, yeah. It was important, and then it got silly. <laughs> it it, it did get silly. silly. But, you know, anytime you talk about something important, you got to get something silly in there. And, and you know, we got to have some fun now and then. Uh, yes. So, yeah, let's, let's remind everybody who we are and how to find us. My name is Angela. You can find me on the Twitterverse at Pleasant Doom. Um, wait, who goes All next? Right. Pam? Pam <laughs> yes, goes next. Yes. My name is Pam. <laughs> you can also find me on Twitter at PandaCatDragon1. And then I also have an Instagram under name PandaCatDragon. Sweet. You can find me at TCDZ1 over on the Twitter sphere. And yes, you can find me on Facebook. <laughs> the Facebook group. The Facebook group for uh, Legend, Legend Creators. Creators. And you can also email us if you want to rant and rave on the things I said <laughs> or or to support our marble team choices or, or, or announce your own or exactly. keyboards or keyboards send me keyboards you can please. you can uh, message us on those platforms or you can email us at dungeon dinings dungeon diners dungeon diners at <laughs> gmail.com that's dungeon diners at gmail.com we remember our own stuff. Someday, we someday we'll stuff. get it right. <laughs> Eventually. <laughs> anyway, um, thanks again, everybody, for listening. Again, this was episode number 30 for Dungeons. Dinings. <laughs> and dorks. We almost made it through that one. Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.